This is your host Chukudi, and you're listening to the Other Experts podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Other Experts podcast. Um, we have Ben in the house, and we also have Emmanuel, who is co-hosting this episode for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's they are both here. I'm Emmanuel, Ben. Hi Ben, um, hi guys and <laughs> ladies, uh, Emmanuel here and uh, I've got with me Ben. Hi Ben. Hi. Hi. So This episode got off to a rocky start there, but we quickly got back on track. Yeah, um, we're, we're, this episode is about Ben, so um, we're switching directly over to Ben now. Um, so Ben, uh, tell us about where you are from, uh, about you. I am from Lagos, Nigeria. Um, Practically a rubber boy, so my African name should be Olajide. Oh, nice. Olajide, yeah. yes. Olajide. Olajide. <laughs> Wait, what does Olajide mean? Oh, it means mm, welcome in the morning. Welcome Simply. in the morning. Wealth, wealth. Oh, wealth, wealth comes come in the morning. morning. Yeah. Okay. Ah, well, such so, a nice name. Yeah, like seriously. Is that like a typical Yoruba Nigerian yeah, name? It is. It has to do with. Uh, I think a moment that you they give back to you, probably it's significant, I guess, to my parents. Uh, or okay, so um, I, I mean, uh, Chukudi, I think we're out of luck because it's in the afternoon now. So yeah, I don't exactly. Think anyone else is <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, today, don't worry. We we'll have to wait till tomorrow. We have to wait till tomorrow morning. So, um, Chukudi. Uh, yeah, uh, you you how long have you been in Malaysia so far? Three years. Okay. Uh, yeah. What what has it been like so far? For you. Mm, what, what, what has your experience been like here? A lot, but there's always a two side of the story. There's always a bad and there's always a good side. But so far, so good. I always stick with the good bad. Good bad. Good bad. What does bad mean? Good bad. That looks like it has it? a backstory, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, kind of. Hey, we're all foreigners, man. <laughs> you guys have your own side of the story, too. Okay, what, what's your favorite side of the story? Your the good part, uh, like the good part, I, like I said, I don't have anything to complain about. Yeah, right. What, what's your, what's your, what was integrating here been, what was it like for you? Um, say culture shock when you first got here. Yeah, mm. the challenges you faced when yeah. you came to Malaysia. Okay, that was tough. Hard that tough. is really, really tough. No, because I know you personally, right? So. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Your experience here was not good with the culture shock. Yeah, because when I was coming, uh, I wasn't aware about where I was going to. I wasn't told anything. I was just like, okay, I want to get out of where I was coming from to come to this place. Which I'm getting here compared to where I was coming from because where I was coming from was so old style. I use that word, so old style. Cause Lagos, Nigeria, you mean? Yeah, okay. it's like a city with like 50 million people. And compared, I was a city boy. Anybody who knows where I'm from can relate to it. My two is in between every, like, every place. it's always in a rush. Mm. When I grew up, like, somewhere close to the park, bus stop, like, it's always, in, it's so busy. Okay. So when I got here, I, I faced a lot of problems. One, people complain I don't smile too much. <laughs> I don't smile. You still, you still don't smile, by Like, the way. seriously, he's <laughs> not smiling even now. So, that's, that's <laughs> so I deal with that. I had to deal with that most of the time. And when I got here, I could survive on anything but the food pack. I had to stay with one food for three months. 
really, you, 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 don't, you did not eat, you did not yeah, find any African food here. <laughs> Come on. If you're away from home, you're away from home. You gotta survive. Okay. No, but I think that the African restaurants. Yeah, I, was, I was just talking to Ima about this earlier. No, don't get it twisted. That's okay. a survival mentality. If right. you're in Rome, you gotta behave like a Roman. Okay. You're away from home. So you get used to wherever you are. Oh, you're so seen. you were eating Malaysian food. I eat everything. So you said okay. you had. Uh, you, you, it's cooked. you were eating. Yeah, you one said, food. Yeah, yes. What 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 food was what, that? Nasi goreng yam. Nasi goreng yam. Saving African since uh, <laughs> <Life> <laughs> No, I plus. The way we grew up, we didn't not because we don't have variety of food, mm-hmm. but we are not given that choice. Okay. To we have back home. Yeah, back home. Mm-hmm. We're not given that choice to have like so many food on the table. Like you stay having me now. If you take me to uh, any buffet, any fast food, I'd be like, what can I get for you? I'm like, um, anything is fine. Just order anything. People just think I don't want to order or something. It's just me. I'm not used to it. I'm trying so hard, but I'm like, okay, just order something. What do you think is good on demand? But some, I know some cultures back home have um, the whole habit of having different meals at the same time, different variety, like um, the people from um, rivers, the rivers area, they have like everything, different things at the same time, and then you have to choose what you want to eat hey. or eat everything together. Like I said, I'm not from rivers, I'm a river boy, we just yeah. go with whatever you see, yeah, but yeah. I guess that's the good part. Because once I got here, I could survive. I don't need, like, uh, I need to go look for some African food, whatnot. If I see it, I hit it. So you were um, able to adapt. If I don't, yeah. Do it, man. I'm an athlete. You need to hit. <laughs> you just need to hit. You don't choose. Right. If you don't hit, how are you going to play? Yeah. yeah right. True, true, true. You mentioned you're an athlete. What what sport do you play? I, I play basketball. Yeah. And that's what got me here in the first place. All right. If not for that, I won't be here. But you came on a scholarship. Yeah. Full scholarship to okay. play basketball, no, to study. It's oh, called study? sports scholarship, but you gotta play and study <laughs> at the same time. Ah, okay, 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 okay. You so, gotta play and study. All right, that's great. Which was tough, but we just had to do what we had to do to survive. And okay. that's why I say for every part, I'm grateful. I always stick with the good part, not the part, not the bad one. Okay, okay what, what are some bad, bad experiences you've had? Hey, do you know, my one was never exposed to which. I mean, every country has their own part side of the story, but you as a foreigner just have to find a way to adjust the way because they're not going to adjust to you. You got to adjust to them. Yeah, so, just it. I, 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 yes, you have to adjust, but what things did you have to adjust to? Yeah. Hey, people looking at me, I'm like, you're so scary. I'm like, okay. Okay, this is back to the part about uh, you not smiling. You're not yeah. smiling. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, you may be. I don't want to really go into that. As I say, I'll stick to the good one. And just let's just have fun with this. <laughs> you know, we got face that we we are foreigners. Most especially like if you're dark skin in this place. Okay, so people stared at you a lot or Red stare I don't like, but just have to. people were scared of you, is it? They are still scared, but it's okay. They are still scared of you. Because yeah, yeah, uh, for people who do not know who are listening to this podcast, Ben is a basketball player and he's quite tall. So, um, couple that with the fact that he almost never smiles, and um, yeah, that I think can explain why Malaysians will be scared. Yeah, like I think I'll, I'm even slightly scared. To <laughs> I can't die. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna smile once in a while. I'm not that bad, but 
Okay, okay. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, so uh, how has uh, the basketball scholarship been? How, what have you been your experiences playing basketball here and, you know, studying at the same time? Like I said, it's always tough because it's not about the grade. Coming from where I was coming from, education, uh, okay, maybe 50-50. Okay. But it's not that great compared to this place. Okay. The education is it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can relate to it. Like your 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 the background of education that you need to survive out here. Okay. It's tough. Mm. But since you coming over and you know you know your goals and you set your priorities, right? Yeah, you just But the good thing was I had a full scholarship, right? So I came through foundation. I came through foundation. That prepped me a bit for my degree, so I'm not struggling degree, but foundation was tough. So you did the foundation program I before did. you did the degree? Yeah, man, I did, and it was not funny. What uh, What were the challenges you faced while doing foundation here? Hey, who has lost maths, man? I had to do maths and start. I never <laughs> do start before in my life, and I'm like, start? Really? No. Stuff was hard. It's really hard, but I just managed to pass because I just needed to pass, and okay let's pass and let's leave this foundation but for that when i was doing it it was so tough i didn't realize how tough it was until i finished then when i started doing my degree everything's just super easy because i mean foundation has grinded me for the degree so everything is just and plus you have to have some great time management skills to be able to play and school in asia because there's no system for you as a player. For those who don't know, I don't know about Philippines, but for those who's coming to Southeast Asia, Malaysia, Thailand, it's not easy out here. Trust me, people can tell you like, yeah, 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 I can play, you can play, no doubt. But can you really match playing with schooling? <laughs> I don't know. So it's very tough. It is tough. What what's playing like? What's what are the games? You, you how often do you like have do you get involved in like championships? Um, like who do you play for the school or hey. how does that work? Uh, this is it like in in a year, in a year you have like a couple of four to five games. You just have to play all because you're on full scholarship. Games or tournaments? Tournaments. Tournaments. Remember school right. tournament? Yeah, right. you have like school tournament since you're like number one guy. Best guy on the team, you have to do that. You can't complain because even, you know, like if you're injured, your team is losing. If you're sick, your team is losing. You if you you can't take off, you just gotta play through it. As I said, it's tough because they're not coming from where we're going. Coming coming from where I'm coming from, everybody wants to go to the US. Why? Because they have a good system in place. Okay. And plus in Malaysia, they just give you a tuition scholarship. All that stuff you gotta pay for yourself. But I was lucky because. I was given a full tuition. Sacrifice comes with it, though. I was given uh, accommodation, which was okay too at that point. But with the harder stress that come through it, your other guys might be in class. When you have like games, you can't take no excuse. You gotta play, and it's this bad sometimes. Uh, you might have exams on Monday, final exams to say. Okay. And I'm still playing a ball game. <laughs> Alright. 9 p.m. at night. Whoa. Yeah, and I have exams the next day. It's two papers. That sounds very tough. Yeah. But I never feel though, so it's <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's so how, all good. How, how do you manage how do you manage your time with 
like for example when you had the game and then two papers the next day how do you manage your time with doing combining both playing and studying okay the first thing here is like you set your priorities you say your priorities right but there's one thing i got to dive you not because you don't want to fail because anybody can fail but once you remember where you're coming from and remember you don't have this money to pay for that usual you get your stuff right you have to because are you gonna get like four grand to cover your tuition no way okay. i just need to pass it okay so very very challenging when it comes to balancing uh, your school and basketball life so when you talk about uh, playing five tournaments like how many game on average is it for each tournament uh it depends like not the game per se you guys will understand something if you're like the main guy on the team you have some bunch of guys to control right. and they're gonna definitely challenge your authority so that's where the challenge comes in right. you can't i mean if i was like the regular guy on the team okay who cares i can skip practice if i want the coach is not going to throw me out because i know i'm the best but i'm not just a regular guy now i'm the best i have to conduct practice and i have to conduct myself so i can't give excuses i have to be there all day because if I'm telling you you're not doing it right, I have to correct you and set examples. So that part is tough. I remember I'm a student, right? So during the games, I'm gonna have like a couple of eight games. Then the season finishes, we can have like another couple of eight that's gonna qualify you to another round. Like uh, VBL is gonna take you to, my sister is gonna take you to VBL. So my sister should be like a couple of eight games. Then it takes you, depending on the teams the shows up. Okay. Yeah, if it was a less lesser team, yeah, you, you get like lesser These teams are number Ma- of games. Malaysian teams. They're all university students. Eat from Malaysia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and plus I have another side gig, which is I have to play some couple of tournaments around to give me money. Alright. Yeah, so stuff you just, like you just, it's what you love doing. You can't complain. But you still have to do it. I like some couple of times I was playing three on three. I was represent. I have a team which we play. We three represent Malaysia. Three. Yeah, that three is x three. Tournament. Uh, yeah, the FIBA one. All right. So the last time we flew out of Malaysia to go represent Malaysia in Taiwan. So it's a lot of game for me to play. Yeah. So I need to be exact on time, yeah. and I need to practice. Well, you can't just fool around, I guess. <laughs> so very very uh, uh, heavy schedule. And you have to really plan bad. your time very, very well. And don't forget, I'm a media student. Yeah, all right. It's practical based. Oh, so you, for your degree, you do uh, media, media study. Media studies. Media studies. Ah, okay. what, what does that involve? Yeah. Hey, media, like in common, you have like three branches marketing, com, PR, publications, and media study. So, media study is basically you're going to be doing a lot of video works. You're going to be editing audio. A lot. So a lot of uh, uh, behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, behind the scenes, and you have to go to location. With sometimes, I always love to be the cameraman. Yeah, right. It saves me a lot of trouble because I'm like, okay, you guys do the right thing, just video, and okay, who needs to edit? If you guys need help, I'll edit. If you don't, fine. If it's stuff I can do myself, I just be like, you guys do the paperwork, the editing, the hardest shit, I do it myself. Yeah. Like has. I can't do my stuff last minute. It won't work for me. I'll screw it up. Even, even me studying, 
I don't study last minute for exams. I will fail. I know. Right. And the sad thing is, I don't like to study. <laughs> it's the irony. <laughs> so I have to go to class because the, Magri- the Malaysian immigration system, the law system for students is strictly tough. Mm. For that, I have, and I have a lot of games to play. So if I have a school game that's clashing with my class, I have to take excuses so they can give me attendance, right? If I have another tournament on my own, if I can get a letter for the tournament, I get it. If I can't get it, I skip. Right. But you can only skip twice because your attendance has to be 80%. Okay. So I have no room for skipping at all. Because okay. if I need to go do my own stuff, that too, I'm banking on it. Yeah. So I had to go to class and stuff the time. Wow. That's interesting. That's a very tight, a very tight schedule there. Yeah, very, very tight. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, Ben, when it comes to um, social life, for example, uh, uh, living here in Malaysia, like, uh, what do you, what is your social life like? I mean, from what you've said, it seems to be very busy. So, do you have local friends? Do you have, you know, so how, how is that going when it comes to your social life? Um, social life? My social life should be basketball. So, <laughs> <I> have fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, come to think of it, most guys wants to invite you all, let's go party, let's go pop. I mean, I did that back home, where I was coming from, okay. which I enjoyed, but I don't just find anything fun in me doing it yet. Mm. Not because I don't enjoy it, because I just feel like, okay, maybe, I won't say I've outgrown it, I just like, maybe I'm not with the right clique, the right set of people, so I just like, uh, I'm just busy, and plus I'm really, really busy. Yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah. instead of me going out at night, disturbing myself, I better be sleeping. If I can sleep, I watch a movie and I sleep at the long run. Like, yeah. But my social life should be, I think it's basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Alright. Because it's good when you get paid to do what you love doing. Exactly. It's stressless. That's the idea. True, true, true. true. I, I did not really know about, or I was, I didn't have any idea about um, the scholarship, the sports scholarship for Africans, Nigerians even. Like is this is does this is this a thing? Does or how many people from Nigeria come here? Like on your team, for example, like are there okay. many Africans, I many mean, Nigerians? Right now, I'm just the only one, and that's the irony. Is I'm the only foreign student full scholarship. Oh, okay. In your yeah. team? No, in the whole of Malaysia right now. Really? That really? I know that I don't that yet. Yeah, I know I know some couple are on scholarship, but is that like they are 50, 70, or whatnot? But I'm just. The last in my school with full scholarship with 100%. Right. Yeah. And they like, they have some criteria which is you have to play some somewhat of national level, some couple of leagues game back in your country, which, okay, I did. A couple of leagues game and whatnot. So, but now I guess things are a little bit different. So I, they are just treat and give them. But once you have like, you have those you have your profile and you you can be like yeah i played national league i play national team whatnot you have to show for it they will, they definitely you get a scholarship but the problem is you getting down here in the first place because when, when we were coming it was a little bit easier all right well you coming from nigeria down to this place now it's hard and the thing is most people think you don't want to help them or something trust me it's not about helping a lot of people want to help, but you got to trust wherever you're helping because this is a totally different atmosphere for it, people. Okay, so you said it has become hard. What what made it hard? Yeah, like I say, the reason why I said, the reason why I said that is 
you can relate when you were coming you just had to go to uh the embassy once you have like your old document ready yeah. you just have to go but now it's tough because you getting a visa down in the first place to malaysia yeah. Yeah. it's not a joke anymore yeah and most players just think like yeah i want to go play because they are not aware or i won't, I won't say they're not they are they're not aware that's one and they are not equipped for the kind of education they are coming to meet okay and trust me yeah it's not like us because if you drop out of school you can still survive on the street in the u.s in the u.s, US. but in malaysia i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to relate with that All right. and plus malaysia you go on there as a student you get two years visa malaysia is just one year you got to renew plus the terms and conditions you meet in school your CV must not go less than two two 2.0 you have to be 80 percent in class so you can't be lazy it's gonna be on you have to be on your top okay so that's why i said it's hard and plus because of other african guys that they they, they showed up like yeah we we play nationally we play this but their skill level never really showed they did play so they're closing doors for others coming behind okay that, so, that's, that's why it's so tough now so and plus africa is far away from asia yeah so there have been experiences of uh, african guys who have come here and they underperformed even though they were given scholarships yeah couple but couple. i'm not yeah but that's not my place to talk man everybody's hustling <laughs> that is not my place all right so what 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 what's your advice for what's your advice for um others who are coming um on sports scholarships like yourself and um, what would be your advice for them um to help them get in, perform better, and at least prove um, that they are supposed to be doing what they are doing. Okay. I won't say my advice to athletes generally. I'll say my advice to every student is coming to Asia. Asia is not a joke. Trust me. Because you're going to be exposed to a lot of stuff you are not aware to in the first place. And they might look like, yeah, guys here are laid back and friendly, but at the same time, it's not what you expect. Because you're gonna come to Asia and the cultural shock you're gonna get is alarming. Like you'll be like, really, is this really happening? You can't bring it. But like I said, you gotta have to you have to set your priorities right because first thing first, don't forget what you came to do. So and the only way you can figure that out is you have to research about where you are going to first. You have to try and have like okay, previous idea, like idea. this is where I'm going to. Which me, I don't. My first three months, I want to go back home. Like, I just want to go back because I don't smile, people complain. And now they try to make friends. In my brain, I'm like, why are these people trying to make friends? I don't want no friend. Yeah, <laughs> people talk too much. Why? Can't they just keep their mouth if they don't have anything to say? Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, I think that guy is weird. I'm like, yeah, I know. You too, you talk too much. So it takes me, like, if I'd known, Probably, I would have adjusted a bit, but the good thing was like I was fast learner, so I understand. And I still don't really talk too much. But first thing, if you come in as a student, you have to understand you're coming in as a student because this little you're going out of Malaysia. That's it. This little your visa is expired, you're illegal. I've heard a lot of story in Malaysia, and for athlete, if you're coming, you gotta bring your A game and be ready to study. Because nobody is giving you anything for free. This is what it is. You mentioned 
people try to make friends <laughs> like how 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 is your he he asked about that earlier about yeah. your social life um but do you mix more with africans or with locals okay i mix with everybody all right you have yeah. a lot of local friends yeah and i have a lot of african too but then is now nah, i won't say that friday and square everybody knows me Okay. But I have my close friends, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys are the few ones I really talk to. But everybody knows me. It's just it. Yeah. No, but um I mean apart from everybody knowing you, who do you know? Like who do you hang out with? Is it more yeah, African? Is it more local? Like what is the percentage? Is it like, you know, in out of ten, how many would be would be local, how many would be like, you know, uh uh international? Oh, uh, okay. Let's say in school, for example, okay. the guy I have to put up with, they're locals, because they're all they are on the basketball teams. Okay. And in class, everybody I have to put up with the locals, too, because in my class, I'm the only one from Africa. You have a couple of Indonesians, China, mostly Malaysia. So we have to do assignment together. We have to even brainstorm together. We, we have to. Yeah. On the school level, yeah, mostly like, I'm plus in the help, we have less African. So it should be like 70, 80 percent of international students or locals here, yeah, and then the other internationals. But if I go outside to play, most places I play they are African. My friends. Okay. Yeah. I seen outside in Malaysia. No, no, no. Outside the school game. Outside, I, I just go do my own stuff. Okay. My basketball around like neighbor because I play a couple of games. I play against the national team couples. Yeah, they are all foreigners. Okay. So you mostly hang out with foreigners? Yeah. So internationals? Internationals. I have a couple of Nigerians too, though. Like, like, like me? Good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my three x three team, we are like three Nigerian and one Canadian. Okay. Yeah, right. for the, the one, the tournament they went to the Taiwan for. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, just like that. Just, I mean, like, if you, if anybody's ready to talk, yeah, sure you are too. It's just to talk, right? Definitely, you don't know where you, wherever you're going to meet anybody, so why, why not just be humble? And if you're not in the mood to talk, no offense, I'm not just in the mood. I'm not just expecting you, but if I am, I am. Talk. Okay. Um, to round up, um, what do you or do you have anything to add, say to anyone listening mm. um, right now? What did I have to say? Any closing words? Close, exactly. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think... Hey, I don't know what to say, seriously, because Malaysia is a good place, seriously. It's just respect the law of the land and you're fine. Don't get into trouble. Remember, this is, you're not in your country in the first place. Just respect the rule and everything else is fine. If you don't do this, don't do. Because, you know, Asia people, they're super, super protective. You don't, you don't do, you don't. So quite conservative yeah, people just, here. Yeah, just do your own stuff, gently go. That's just what I was saying. Just stay out of trouble. Because <laughs> you're away from home. <laughs> it's no joke. <laughs> uh, Ima, you have anything you want to say? No, um, Ben has pretty much uh, 
said everything <laughs> he wants to say. So, I mean, as someone who knows Ben, if you're listening to the podcast, um, Ben actually stays with me. Like, he stays in the room next to mine. So, I like, I really, really know Ben. And um, I would say, like, the main challenge I would, I would say, like, Ben would have here, if I am giving a third-person view about Ben, is, like, you know, like, because he's, like, someone who, like, does not smile naturally, and he's quite tall, and to a Malaysian person who is probably five feet, something is very intimidating as well because uh what what height are you ben 196 centimeter just six five six feet uh five inches so that is very very tall so yeah majority of the times like people judge him before they even see him and i would say this is not something unique to ben alone i would say to almost every black person that lives in malaysia we probably have a similar story right where we are judged even before people speak to us at all Mm. right so i would say yeah that would be the major thing uh for ben and uh, i think ben is okay with almost everyone (laughs) it does not open up to a lot of people but uh the people he opens up to uh like uh yours truly uh he really does open up to them so yeah i would would say in that uh sense uh, ben is um I should, you know, probably be a good friend now and be like, you know, Ben is a very hardworking person. Yeah, this, is not, <laughs> this, this is not the marketing. <laughs> it's, it's a, but it's not marketing. I'm not getting paid for any of this. So, uh, but yeah, but I would say his, uh, his schedule is very, 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 very uh, packed. And be- I think I'm busy, but then I see Ben's schedule and I'm like, um, okay, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, pretty much been it. Uh, Mr. Chukudi, any um, uh, last words? Uh, not really. Um, they both give you everything like it's, <laughs> it's almost exactly the same thing i would say like we all go through the same um struggles and troubles yeah uh, being black and and getting judged before anyone even says anything yeah and the idea is we should all like keep out of trouble like respect the laws of the land like um ben said yeah um, definitely on that note um we'll round up this episode of the other experts podcast um, see you guys on the next one. Bye bye. Bye bye. And thank you, Mr. Chukudi, for having me. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for being on the show, man. <laughs> so tough, man. Okay. I managed to skate through. The Other Experts podcast is produced by Blast Studios. The sound design is by Big Main Sound Machine. And the intro was created by The Small Room Production. You can and should subscribe to the Other Expert podcast on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud and sign up for our monthly newsletters on theotherexperts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can always email us at any time on or via inquiry at otherexperts.com.